G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, something a little lighter we do like to give attention to and a little bit of a cause for celebration when one of our own, Matt Prater, releases a book. And yes, it's going to be available in the Vision store and Matt is joining me to talk about it. Hi, Matt. Welcome along. G'day, Neil. It's great to uh, join you today, Matt. It's nice to be interviewed for a change. (laughs) It is always nice to be interviewed. And hey, look, congratulations. It's called History Makers, Devotions, Downloads, and get ready for it. Dad jokes. <laughs> this is this is the Matt Prater personality applied to a devotional. <laughs> That's right. Well, Neil, really, the the heart behind the book is that I believe every Christian should be doing daily devotions, and so I've been doing daily devotions now for seventeen years since I became a pastor. I read through the Bible in a year. I've got a Bible reading plan, and I read four or five chapters a day, and then I write down what God is saying to me, and. Uh, I've compiled a whole bunch of those devotionals for this book. And, you know, they say that if you uh, do something for 28 days in a row, it'll form a habit. So the idea is, is that people will get this book, start doing daily devotions, and then hopefully they'll be in the habit of getting up every day, starting the day with God in the Word, filling themselves up in the morning, and then let it, letting it flow out of them throughout the day. Uh, so that's really the heart behind the book. Plus, there's some articles, some dad jokes, some other fun stuff in there as well. <laughs> Let me focus on the dad jokes because normally we'd like to talk about all the spiritual things. <laughs> but uh, but you might have a master stroke here, Matt. Yeah. The fact that you've got a devotional, which some people say is always serious and yes. always draws attention to my weaknesses and tells me how to correct those <laughs> with a biblical foundation to it, but. It's a masterstroke adding into their dad jokes. Yeah. So are they just in the back or have you got it all through your yeah, devotional? No, there's just a special section in the back so uh, people can rip, rip it out if they don't like dad jokes. You know, but, but there's a lot of people that have only read the dad jokes and they haven't done the devotion. So that's not the point of the book. You know, It's got to be both and not either or. <laughs> right. no, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, you know, I'm not a great joke teller. Uh, but I know some people who can spin a yarn and they've got a new one every day. Yeah, so yeah. if you were the sort of person who said, uh, I'm off to work or I'm off to my daily responsibilities, I'm going to have a devotion time. Yeah. But uh, I'd like to just have a joke that I can bring into a conversation. Yeah. Hey, this is a great way to start. I've got a good one for you here, Neil. Did you know that Rick Warren wrote a book for dolphins? It's called The Porpoise Driven Life. <laughs> How bad is that? I'm trying That's not terrible. to laugh. That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> All right, hit me with your other favourites. Uh, what about this one? Um, what did Adam say on the night before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's terrible. All yeah. right, okay. But it is, you know, it is the Christmas season. So um, this one is this one's a bit of an intelligent one. You might like this one, Neil. Here we go. What do you? Uh, what are you if you believe in God but only twelve point five percent? You're an eighth theist. Oh, (laughs) you like that? Okay, all right. Okay, now, now, so it's your new book, and I'm interested in this. 
Sometimes people might say, oh, you'd have a devotion for each day of the year or, uh, you know, you might choose 31 for a month. Yes. 82 devotions. So the, the reason the reason why it's 82 is because I've written hundreds of devotionals uh, devotions over the years and I got a friend of mine to edit all my devotionals and pick the best ones for a book. And we didn't want it to be too big a book. You know, we didn't, you know, and uh, basically she culled a couple of hundred of them <laughs> saying they're really a bit personal. They're not really relevant to people, you know. So she she just picked the ones that she thought, yep, these are the best ones. So it's 82. Uh, and, you know, Neil, I know you know this. It's a lot of work to put a book together. A lot of emails, a lot of editing, a lot of phone calls. Uh, so we did a lot of work behind the scenes. And in the end, I just said, look, let's just cut it off at 82 because I've, I want to get it out before Christmas, basically. And, uh, Neil, I should just say um, I was inspired – when I heard you were doing a book, uh, what's the title of your book again? Public Christians in a Secular Age. That's right. That's right. And it's no a, dad jokes. Yeah. No, it's a very serious <laughs> book, your book, and but it's very important, and I know it's also available at Vision Store. I should mention that too. But you know how much work goes into these things, don't they, hey? <laughs> well, you know, it all depends on the sort of thing that you are presenting. Mm. And uh, mm. if you've got a lot of research and evidence to present, it can take mm. an awful long time to just do the preparation that puts a book together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, when you're talking devotions, now this is this is interesting, isn't it? Because you're a pastor, you're preparing messages every week. And sometimes the illustrations that you use in a message are perfect for a daily devotion. So there'd be like almost innumerable pastors out there who have a devotional in them because they are just great illustrators of God's Word. But but you, you're a collector of illustrations and you're a collector of Scripture and you're always in preparation mode. So it's something that's naturally that flows out from a pastor. Yeah, and I actually would suggest if any pastors do want to get a hold of this book, uh, there's a lot of great illustrations in there for your <laughs> sermons too because I'm always on the lookout for a good story. Um, I've also included in there what are called God spots for radio. That's chapter two. Yep. So you would have heard them on the radio. I just do like a little 60, 90 second God spot. And a lot of work goes into those researching st statistics, uh, Bible verses, uh, stories. So there's a bunch of those in there. And then there's an article I wrote in there uh, called Why You Should Be in Ministry. And uh, Neil, I was just talking to a pastor friend of mine, Vince Esterman, a great man of God. He said to me, Matt, I reckon you should write a whole book on that chapter. You should develop that. Because it's basically, it's a, it's a whole article I wrote a couple of years ago. I just see so many people that should be in ministry, but they're following a shadow mission. They're just f following some worldly career path. But they could be pastors, they could be church planners, they could be in radio ministry, they could be an evangelist, but they're stuck in the world system and they haven't stepped out into the kingdom system. And so I wrote an article about that, and when I posted it on my Facebook two years ago, I had about 10 people contact me saying, I want to be in ministry now, can we have a coffee? And people are actually in ministry now because of that article I wrote. So so that's also in the book there, which I'd love everyone to read that. Now, too. I don't want to be <laughs> contradictory at all, yeah. but if, if you were reading my book, you would hear that when you are in business or in any sort of leadership, in any sort of organization, yes. not the church, yes. then you can be just as much in ministry. Yes. It's a little bit along the lines of what Martin Luther used to say. The yes. plowboy and the milkmaid, they yes. are just as much in ministry as 
the one who is you know wearing the robes and yeah. you know, reading the Bible on a Sunday. So there's a little bit of uh, there's that contrast there, isn't there? Yeah. About and how you are actually in ministry. Yeah, and I did I did clarify that in that article. I said, look, some people are called to the marketplace, some people are called to do this and that, you know. Um, but but I also threw out a challenge that some people are called to be a full time pastor or a full, you know, and they sh- and they should leave their nets behind and follow Jesus. So that that was part of that as well. But yeah. you know what this is like. Mm. You'll come across people in your travels and in your local church, the people you're referring to, who you say, well, they should be in ministry, and uh, there are people like you who are in leadership. And I remember someone describing it a little bit like this. They've got like a uh, what do they call those things that you're on the, on the beach and uh, you've got a sort of like a metal detector, a metal yeah, detector. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of a treasure finder. It's a yeah. gold detector, and you can actually sense that in some people. And it's a little bit like that spirituality that you have that senses there's a spiritual dimension to this person. Mm. And they are such a communicator that there's something special and deeper in them that ought to release them into ministry. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the heart behind that article too because, you know, I, I was 30 when I became a senior pastor. I'd done Bible college. I'd been a youth pastor for 10 years, but there was no way I thought I was up to it. But God, you know, God called me. God, And, you know, who God calls uh, he anoints, you know, and yeah, so that was part of the thing for me. The other thing I want to mention, Neil, is that um, a friend of mine made a donation to buy 50 of these books so that I could give them out to people in the homeless shelters where we minister at. Okay. And so I've been giving them away to people in the homeless shelters because a lot of people come to Christ in these shelters, but they don't read the word every day. So I've been giving them out. So I just wanted to throw that out there. If there's any listeners that would like to buy a book or if they want to donate a book that I can give to people in the homeless shelters. Um, feel free to to do that. Contact us here at Vision, and uh, we'll you know we'll work that out behind the scenes. Uh, because my heart is to get this into the hands of as many Christians as possible, so that they are in God's Word every day. Warning, warning, warning. <laughs> uh, here's Matt Prater with a hundred and eighty page book. You say, oh, there's a lot of content in one hundred and eighty pages. I'm going to say, Matt, you've been cheating. Yeah, I have because yeah. At the end of each devotion, yeah. you've left, uh, you know, five or eight lines. That's right. Where people can do their own journaling. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people into journaling. They have some time with God, mm-hmm. time in His Word, and they've got that prayer time happening, and then they feel like they want to write down the things that they believe God is saying to them. Yeah. You've actually inbuilt that yeah. into your book. So that's another masterstroke. Absolutely. And and you know, the, the word that I, the phrase I like to use is self feeding, Neil, because a lot of Christians. They'll rely on Neil, Neil Johnson's interviews or they'll rely on Greg Laurie's sermons or they'll rely on their pastor's sermons for their meals. But we need to learn to feed ourselves on God's Word. We need to learn to hear the voice of God and get revelation ourselves from God's Word. Uh, so that's why I've left those lines there after every devotion to write down what you feel God is saying to you about that verse. Well, for listeners who want to get a hold of Matt's new book, and you'll know him from his History Makers presentations as well, as well as the one who sits in the hot chair of 2020 whenever I'm away, either <laughs> sick or on a holiday or something like that. But uh, History Makers, it's called Devotions, Downloads and the Extra Dimension of Dad Jokes. <laughs> and you'll be able to get a hold of it in Vision Store. So just go to vision.org.au. You'll see a little tab there. You'll be able to go to Vision Store, type in Matt Prater. And there you'll be able to get a hold of this latest book of Matt's. There might be some other ones that you've written as well in there, Matt. But do that. Don't, uh, 
you could do that for Christmas, couldn't you? Yep. Someone might be appreciative of a gift like this. History makers, devotions, downloads, and dad jokes. You can find it in Vision Store. Matt Prater, thank you so much for giving us your insights about your new book. Thanks so much, Neil. I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.